0: has got some juice on it, some anointing on it. Hallelujah. There you go. Well, if you've got your Bible, why don't you find Deuteronomy chapter 20, or excuse me, Deuteronomy chapter 6 Amen. this morning, Amen. and we'll begin there. Father, we thank you for your word today. We know that the word of God is a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. We thank you for illuminating us today, and for you uh, just having your way in this service today, and having your way in our lives and our hearts and thank you for working in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And Lord, anything that we maybe haven't seen that we need to see about what we're going to talk about this morning, I thank you for revealing us by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Maybe there's things that we just don't know yet, Father. Maybe there's things that we just don't understand yet, but thank you, you'll reveal it to us and we'll walk in it. Praise God. Amen. 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 One guy said to him. Another minister one time said, you know, I've just done everything I know to do, and, and nothing's happened. He said, well, maybe you don't know enough yet. How many of that could be true, right? right. Sometimes we might be missing something, we, you know, I don't know about you, but I was thinking about pastors talking about it takes a vision, doesn't it? You have to see it, don't you? You know, everything you go to do, when you think about it, you have, you have to see it. You know, you see it more in your mind, like if you're, when you leave here today, you leave the service, you're going to go out in your vehicle. You don't think about it, but you you think about, but you are thinking about it in your mind. You're picturing it in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then, have you ever done anything? That you, you, maybe you didn't have a vision for it, like trying to put something together. There you, go. You, know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like after Christmas, you've got all these things to put together, and you, you put something together, and you don't have any vision for it. It usually doesn't turn out good, does it? No. you got to have a vision. So, yeah. you know, I want to talk to you this morning about God's favor. And I don't know, this has just got some some anointing on us for us today. Somebody needs to receive this today. All of us need it, but there's somebody specifically. You just need to receive this today, and you need to have, I want to talk about this, having faith for favor. Favor is a good thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. And thank God for favor. You know, God gives you favor in big things, small things. I mean, someone said one time, you know, one more than one person said it, they said, you know, I, I just, you know, I don't believe God's really, you know, He's too busy doing big things to care about your little things. Basically, what they're saying. Uh-huh. They think He's too small to take care of small things and big things at the same time. Right. But how do you know? right. He cares about everything, doesn't He? he sure everything is. that concerns us. Amen? It's so it's let's right find man. this. Deuteronomy chapter 20. I'm know a bit of 20. Maybe we'll later on. We'll see. Deuteronomy 6. Uh, verse 10 it, it, and the Bible says and it shall be when the Lord thy God uh, shall have um, brought thee into the land which he swear unto thy fathers uh, to Abraham Isaac and, and to Jacob to give thee great and goodly cities which you didn't build and houses full of good things which you didn't fill and wells did which you didn't dig Amen. and vintage and olive trees which you didn't plant when you have eaten and be full. Praise God. God wants us to be full. Amen. Then beware lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Amen. What's he saying? Well, how many, if it's, if God's gonna give us things that we didn't build, that we didn't do, that we didn't have anything to do, how many that's just favor. That's just God's favor. Right. And he talks about, I'm going to bring you into it. He's talking to, the, he talking to the children of Israel. But listen, th- this is the blessing of Abraham. See, so he said, the land which I promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So this is the blessing of Abraham. And this is, listen, let me know that the, according to the New Testament, the blessing of Abraham is for us. Amen. You know, you find that in Gal- Galatians 3 is full of that. I mean, there's like three scriptures in Galatians chapter 3 where it says those that, ble- those that are of faith are blessed with, with faithful Abraham. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the blessing. Christ hath to us be from the curse. Amen. 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 Being made a curse for us. Yeah. You know, for curses, everyone hangs on the tree. That, the blessing of Abraham might come on us Gentiles. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. I'll take some of that. God. Yes. Uh, later on in Galatians chapter 3, he said... You know, if you be Christ, hold on, how do you know that scripture? Yeah. Then, If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You're a seed of Abraham. That's right, right? I'm a seed of Abraham. Amen. So when he talks about this, about bringing them into things that they didn't build, you know, cities they didn't build, houses full of good things. How many want your house full of good things? Amen. You know, that, that's a promise from God right there. Because you know, God doesn't care about natural things. Well, somebody should have told him because he's the one that said this right. he's the one that brought it up right. you know You, you know. You ever had somebody bring something since you brought it up we'll yeah. talk about it well God brought this up and, and he, he he brought it up not me, not you not anybody else this was him he brought it up he said I'm going to give you I'm going to fill your houses with good things uh, and, and you know listen I, I don't know about you but I'm not digging any wells right that's right so you you know you can trans. this is their day right wells and I, I, I don't even want any vineyards of olive trees. I Maybe mean, you do. You know, I, I don't. I want trees that give me shade. You know, I don't like olives. And so, anyway. Uh, so it's, but yet yeah, you transpose this. This is just talking about natural things. That God would give you blessing, and he would bless you with natural things. And God would give you favor. Not only just, you know, we think about favor, uh, spiritual favor, but you know, thank God for that. But there's, there's the favor in the natural. How many of Jesus needed? Amen. He needed favor, didn't he? Yeah. The Bible says that He increased in favor with God. And men. Amen. That's right. Well, if He needs favor, how many we need favor? Well, amen. You know what I am saying? See, God told this. To, God said this to Abraham in, in Genesis chapter twelve, uh, verse two. He said, "I will, I will bless you. I will make your name great." Well, the Amplified Bible says it this way: "I will bless you with uh, uh, an abundance of." Ever-increasing abundance of favors. I will, I will give you a, 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 an abundance of increasing favors. So God told Abraham, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you favor wherever you go. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's right. And so, you know, listen, it's not just natural stuff. It's, it's spiritual stuff. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it covers all areas of life. God wants us to have favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I was thinking about this here but I was thinking about, this came up to me, you know, some, sometimes God will bring things up to you just to remind you or to teach you something, you know, or to maybe go along with what He's telling you, you know, and I was thinking about, you know, years ago when we bought the building we're in right now and we bought it, you know, Brother Greg uh, went to see a realtor about another building and, you know, then he showed him this building and then... And then Brother Bread called me and told me about this building, and we went to buy, the, look at this building. I, yeah, this, I like this building. And so the lady was going to sell it to us, and remember that Brother Greg she decided she wasn't going to sell it to us. And so some months went by, you know, and then she came back and decided she was going to sell it to us, you know. And so, you know, we were just sitting there cool waiting on it. But I remember talking to her, and she called me one day, and she said, you know, she said, I got an offer on that building, and it's a cash offer. I believe it was cash offer, and uh, she said it's more than the offer that you've offered me. And I said to her, I said, "Well, you probably ought to sell it to him, you know." I didn't get shaken, yep, you know. And she says, "No," she says, uh, uh, "I want to sell it to you. I like you." <laughs> she said, "I don't like those other people." And I told her, "I just asked my name was Carolyn." I said, "Carolyn, you don't have to like somebody to sell them your property." I didn't say this, but you're not going to live with them. Uh, you yeah, know, they're out of your life, you know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, I, it, was just, it was just a favor of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And then, I don't know, it might have been last year or two years ago, I don't remember, Phyllis might remember, we were able to sit in the office, you know, at a, whatever it was, a title company, and pay the whole thing off. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, God gives you favor, doesn't he? Amen. You know what I'm saying? People say, you can't have that, you can't have this, you can't do that. Well, wait a minute, God. Amen. God's gave you favor, yeah. amen? Look, look with me, now look at Luke, because here's what we want to talk about, you have to have faith for favor, and I want you to see that, you know, I, I didn't go deep into that right there, we could have spent some time there, but you know, this is more like a series, I guess, maybe, but um, I don't think you want, to go, want me to go that long, but anyway, <laughs> it's like one brother said to another brother after his long message, long message, he said that was a great seminar. <laughs> all right. We're not having a ceremony today. I'm just going to say some things to you and stir you up to have some faith for some favor. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because it's yours. That's right. You know, we just read that. I know that's Old Testament, but the Old Testament, the Bible talks about that we are, and Christ, we're not strangers from the covenant's plural of promise. So all those promises in the Old Testament, they're good for us. That's right. Hallelujah. The things that God promised Israel, we're Abraham's seed. And heirs according to, I mean, that can't be any plainer, can it? No. Can it? Right. We're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Right. So what he promised Abraham, how do you know he, he promised us? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right. You know, we, we may not be physical seed of Abraham, but, you know, the Bible talks about in Romans, you know, it's, it's the spiritual seed that are heirs of the promise. It's right. the ones that move on Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Which is us. Amen. So everybody say, I got favor. I got favor. And, and even in the New Testament, think about this. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 says God's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Is that not favor? Yeah. I mean, you know, God could have said, I've given you some spiritual blessings in some places. That'd be pretty good. right? But God said, I've given you every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. Amen. Hallelujah. God. Amen. Great. You know, you know, Paul talked about to the church at. Uh, I think it might have been the church at F- Philippians at Philippi. He said that they had an account. He said, you know, I, I, He said, I don't. I'm not receiving the offering from me. He said, I'm receiving it that you may have fruit that the balance to your account. Right. Well, you know, listen. He wasn't talking about first bank down the street. Right. Amen. Amen. He talking about a spiritual account. I many of you got a spiritual count. Jesus said, lay not up for yourself treasures on earth. Now, he wasn't saying don't have anything, but, but, but you, have to, you, have to, you have to understand what he's talking about. He said, don't hoard things up. Don't, don't just be a hoarder, be a giver. Right. You know, it's like the guy, that, he said, i got too much here. And I, what am I going to do? I'm going to pull my barns down and build new barns. And, and you know, the Lord said, this, you fool this night, and your soul be required of you, then who shall those things be? And the, Jesus said, that's the way it is with people that aren't rich towards God. See, it wasn't if the guy had too much. But see, his thoughts should have been, i got more than I can handle. Who can I give this to? Right. Who can I bless right. and be rich toward God? Right. And God doesn't mind having abundance. He just doesn't want abundance having you. Right. Amen. There you go. Well, now, you know, you say, well, I don't have to worry about that. I'm never going <laughs> to have abundance. Well, not as long as you think that way. See, like my Pastor Mike was saying, you got to have a vision that God can get you someplace. Amen. Amen. Man, I've got friends in the ministry that they came from some pretty humble beginnings. My my beginnings weren't the greatest, but they weren't as humble as some people's are. And what God's brought them to, and it's all because of God's favor, because they dared to believe that God would do something good for me, not because I'm somebody special, but because Jesus is somebody special. There you go. There you go. Hallelujah! I I was reading a guy's book one time, and. um, you know, he was talking about, he was, uh, he was uh, speeding on the interstate in his town where he lived. Well, his father was a pastor in that town, and his father was really well-liked by the city. You know, he was really a man of character and integrity, great preacher of the word. I've heard him preach many times. And this is his son, and he said, you know, I'm speeding on the interstate, and he said, I'm going to church, you know. And he said, uh, I got pulled over by a state trooper, and the state trooper asked me for my license, you know. And he said, I gave him my license, and he looked at the name on there, and he recognized that last name. And he said, are you the uh, preacher's boy? He said, yes, I am. And uh, he said, uh, well, just slow down next time, you know, and let him go. Yeah. He said, sometime later, he speedless, was, you know, like that same road, I think it was, got pulled over again. This, this policeman was kind of gruff, rough, and tough. Uh-huh. And he says, you know, you're speeding, and, and uh, he says, let me see your license. And he said, I handed him my license. And he looked at the name, he saw the name on there, and he recognized that name because he knew of his dad in the city. And he said, uh, are you the preacher's boy? Uh-huh. And he says, well, that depends. <laughs> He said, he said, he didn't crack a smile. He just looked at me and said, depends on what. He says, whether you like him or not. He said, when I said that, just a little faint smile came on the side of his mouth. He said, I like him. I like him a lot. Slow down. Didn't get a ticket either the time. I like what he said because I thought it made a lot of sense. He said, I didn't get that favor because of me. Right. Right. I got that favor because of my father. Right. There you go. And I'm thinking, I don't get any favor because of me. I'm yeah, I'm just a hick from Pike County. Uh-huh. I get that favor because of my father. There you go. Because he's somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And the Spirit of really respects him. That's right. Amen. That's right. Now, look at this in Luke chapter. Come on, you give anything today? Yes. I, 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 you know, before I read this, you just got to understand that you are inheritor of God's favor. When God told Abraham that, that's write this scripture down, mark it in your mind, write it in your Bible, do something. Genesis 12, 2, and then go get the Amplified Classic edition. You know the Amplified Classic, where God said, "I will bless you, and I will cause you to I'll cause you to have an increasing abundance of favors. I'll cause you to have an increasing, increasing. Everybody say increasing. increasing. Uh, it actually amplified says I'll do, I'll bless you. This way amplified Bible says I will bless you with an uh, abundant increase of favors, Amen. increase of favors. How many of the Bible talks about Jesus' kingdom of His kingdom? There's, there's no end to the increase. He yeah. say "Well, I'm just good enough." Well, how many know? Maybe you do have enough, but what about everybody else? Right. What about the work of God? Right. Amen. See, so you got to think beyond the box. How many know that? You're going to well, you know, I'm doing pretty good, you know. Well, that's great. I'm glad you are. Praise the Lord. Thank God for it. But help me know, you know, you'd be like this guy. I read this guy's testimony one time. He was a businessman, and um, he's in heaven now, but he was a businessman, and he, 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 uh, he, got, he got God involved in his business, and he told the Lord, he said, Lord, he said, everything you bless me with, now not just personally, but my business also, I will tithe. And not just personally, but my business, I'll tithe. And he said the Lord started blessing him. And he said, you know, he was tithing 10% off of his personal income. He was tithing 10% off his business. And he was prospering. So he decided, you know, that's not enough. I'm going I'm to tithe 20. We can't really tithe 20%. Tithe means 10%. But you know what I'm saying. I'm going to give 20%. And so he gave 20 percent he was he, he started blessing getting blessed more and more so he said it went up to 30 he finally got it up to he was he was tithing off of his business off his personal income 90 percent and living prosperous and blessed off ten yeah. percent and God got involved in these business because you know I was reading the testimony about the guy you know back in you know back in the days they were Alaska. you know some it hasn't really been all that long ago I mean you know 50 years ago, whatever, uh, those parts of Alaska was, let you know, me restore those parts of Alaska that's really more. I guess I've never been there. Amen. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, you know, I see people that live there and I, I don't know why they want to, but somebody <laughs> does. I tell my friends in Michigan, I'm as close to Michigan as I want to be right now, all right? Yeah, I'm living as close as I want to be. I would come up there and see you. Hi, how you doing? But I'm going home. And uh, But anyway, they were building roads and they, they, needed a, they just couldn't do it right and they needed a piece of equipment and they asked him, said, can you make this piece of equipment? Because he was a heavy equipment maker. And he said, well, I don't know, listen to this, this is a spiritual mind. He said, I'll pray about it. And God gave him the idea and he built this thing. Of course now, those of us that, are, you know, that were, grew up around mining and stuff, we recognized the piece of equipment that he built, it was called a turnipool. And so the minds use those and so this this guy actually, he's the one that created those things, and God helped him do that. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, so everybody say, the blessing blessing of Abraham Abraham is on my life. life. I have favor. favor. Now look at this in uh, Luke chapter 4 and verse 16. This is talking about Jesus. It says, he came to Nazareth, Well, he had been brought up, and his as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for the reading. So Jesus had a custom of going to church. Mm -hmm. How many? We should follow his example. There you go. And then was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. See, he found this: the Spirit of the Lord. Is upon me. You I know, mean, there was a day. So you have to understand, Jesus. Jesus didn't just come into the earth knowing everything. He grew. The Bible says, in wisdom, in stature, and knowledge. You say, he was God. I know he, I know he was God. He still is God. How, how many of that? He always was, always will be. But the, the Philippians, especially the Amplified Bible says it, he laid aside his, his mighty power and his Godhead. He laid aside that. It's not that he ceased being that, but he didn't use that when he was on earth. He had to be anointed of the Spirit to preach. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. You know what that means? He had to have, he had to have the Spirit's help to preach. Right. Amen. Well, how I many of oh, God doesn't need anybody's help to do anything? So he wasn't doing it as God. He was God when he was here. He is God, but he didn't do those things as God. He did it as a man. So he went to the cross as a man. The Bible says death came by man, resurrection came by man. By the fine man. Praise God. Hey, there's one of us sitting at the right hand of the Father. He's a man. Praise God. Well, that'll preach. But anyway, I just wanted to say, say this to you. you know, he, There was a day he was reading Isaiah, and he realized this is me. I'm what Isaiah is talking about. Exactly. He found himself in the Word. Right. Yes. How many of you are in the Word? Right. How many of who you are is in the Word? Right. You can find your, If you read the Bible, you can find yourself in there. I did when I first, I still find myself in there. You know, people talk about, you know, I've heard people say, you know, when you read the Bible, you just, you know, it, it reveals your old ugly self. No, the Bible wasn't written about your old ugly self. The the Bible says when you look into the, the the scriptures say when you look into the Word you see the glory of the Lord yes. Second yeah. Corinthians three eighteen and you're changed uh-huh. Amen and you know oh, yeah. listen uh, see <laughs> when you look into a mirror who do you see you see yourself see when you look in God's mirror who do you see you see the reflection of who you are in the Word right. You don't see the old, old ugly self. Now, you say, well, why when I read the Bible do I see I need to change things? Because you're seeing the glory. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, the more, when, you see, when you see perfection, you realize you need to change. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Right? That's right? You know, you, you, you've seen people that they, they, you know, they knew how to dress and then dress up and so forth and you look and think well man I guess I need to work on some things you know what I'm saying or, or fix themselves up or whatever alright let's move right on praise God it. that's going on real good alright amen He said, I thought I was good looking until I saw you now I need some help now are you in the, are you there let's look at verse 18 he said I found a place which written the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind. How would you like to be that bold? Preach recovery of sight to the blind and give an altar call for all the blind people. Yeah. 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 Amen. That's bold. Amen. To set in liberty them the Jews. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and he sat down, and the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began to say to them, this day, notice this, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. In other words, everything I just said is right here, right now. Amen. Verse 19, he said, I'm, I'm," he's been anointed by the Spirit of the Lord to preach The acceptable year of the Lord. Well, what was that? Well, the acceptable year was, you may have heard this term, jubilee. The year jubilee. It was when everybody's debts got released. You were in debt, you got set free. From that debt, you were freed from it. You were a slave, you got set free. It was like the Bible says that they would ring the bell in the land and proclaim liberty throughout the land. Everybody returned back to their inheritance. Hallelujah, their possession. Yeah. That's what happened when Christ came and delivered us. We got set free, praise God, yeah. and yeah. We, got, we got returned back to our possessions. Yeah. But yeah. it's also, now interesting, the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of Jubilee, it's also known as the year of the Lord's favor. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, the English Standard Version says it that way, he came to preach the year of the Lord's favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, it's right now, it's fulfilled in your ears, I'm standing here, I am commanded to preach to you the year of the Lord's favor. Now, (laughs) let's talk about this, okay, because this is real important, you get this, because we're going to show you some things here that you really need to know. Why do you preach something? Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> You're going to think, I, I could have got that. Why do you preach something? Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How shall they believe in whom they have not heard? Paul said in Romans. How, how shall they believe unless they have a preacher? How shall they preach unless they be sent? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus came to preach the year of the Lord's favor so we would have faith for it. That's so right. we would believe for it. In no, other words, it's not just going to automatically come on you. Although it's yours, you have to have faith for it to activate it in your life. So Jesus came to preach the year of the Lord's favor. Hallelujah. It's, it's something that we ought to believe for. Yeah. Amen. We ought to believe not in an arrogant way, not like I'm special, You are special to God. How do you know that? But how do you know God loves everybody? He loved you for you were saved, while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. You know what I am saying? Sometimes we got to watch as a church. Sometimes we because I this happened to me one time many years ago. You know, it was like nineteen eighty four. You know, this guy hit me up. I was in a bigger city in the United States, and I was walking down one of the streets in, in town, and this guy hits me. And he wants some money. You know, he wants to. He tells me, if I remember right, he wanted to get a cheeseburger and he wanted to get a ticket to go home. All right? And he said, I, I will sell you. I, he didn't need a whole lot. Most days, things were a lot cheaper. Right. That was before we had, had this great economy that we have today. Um, Moving right along. Praise God. That was a joke. Uh, anyway. Um, he said he had, this, he had a comb, you know, and he said, I'll sell you my comb. And don't laugh. Don't laugh. This is 1984. I needed it. All right? So he said, I'll sell you my comb. I forget what he wanted, but he wants some money for it. I looked at his hair. was just long and greasy. I don't want your comb, man. So I said to him, I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you $20 if you let me pray with you well, I mean, hey, I'll let you pray with me for 20 bucks. I, you know, he, he went for that, you know. And so, uh, you know, I prayed with him and, and led, him the, led him to the Lord. To pray. I had him pray. Whether he, he, I think he was serious because I'll tell you why in a minute. But I prayed, to, you know, sinner's prayer with him and, and led him to the Lord. And I was going to a meeting that night there in the city. And I said, now, you know, we're having this meeting over here. I told him where he was at. And I said, I want you to come. And he did come. He was the only one in the building wearing a bright red Miller High Life shirt, but he did come. Praise God. I mean, he was just like a magnet, come and deliver me, come cast demons out of me. <laughs> I not know that so Like, all the Christians have been after him, you know. And so anyway, but anyway, you know, I prayed with him and all, uh, but you know, he still, you know, even if he did accept the Lord, he still, he still needs some help. I didn't know that. Right. And so, you know, later on in the day, I forget. I might have been going. I might have been going somewhere, and I saw him again. And he had a. He had gone to the liquor store, and he had bought a. You know, a bottle or something. I don't know what it was, but it, it wasn't Pepsi Cola. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. It was a lot stronger than that. And so him and some guys are on the on the corner, at their town in the on the street, and they're passing this around. And when I went by, you know, righteous indignation. Actually, it was religious indignation. But I thought it was righteous indignation until the Lord spoke to me. I thought, look at those fools. And I don't want said that, Pastor. And the Lord spoke back to me and said, let's go back a few years. Uh-huh. I thought, uh-oh, wait a minute, that was me. <laughs> Maybe I better just shut up and... Amen. 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 You know what I'm saying? So you can give that on, you know, and it's not about that. It's about, it's about God loves everybody. And so the favor, it's not because you're special, it's because you, you are connected to somebody special. Right. Amen. There you go. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I've had favor because of other people. Because, you know, they had favor. And so, we don't have favor because of us. We have favor because of our Father. So, if you get this attitude like it's owed to me, or, you know, I'm somebody special, you, you know, have, have you ever heard of the word pride? See, that's just, it smells like flesh already, but that's just pride. No, we, we, we have it because of God's good to us. Hallelujah. God is good to us Praise God. I said he's good to us yes, thank Hallelujah you. Thank you. Now thank you. L- Look with me Let's go to Psalm chapter 5 I, You don't mind if you look at a few scriptures today do you Psalm chapter 5 Go over there S- Psalm chapter 5 I love this one the, the, You know Sometime it'd be good just to, It's not really hard to do nowadays just to look up the word "favor" in the Bible, and just see all the places where it's at, and let God speak to you. You know what I'm saying? In day it days, a little harder. You had to, you had to really do some digging. You had to. anybody ever has anybody ever had one of those old strong concordances? I still do too. You got to be in good shape just to get it off the shelf. I mean, it's very You know, today, you know. You can find it on your watch, your phone, your you know your iPad, your computer. All you got to do is just clip and you know, type in scriptures on favor, and all those scriptures will come up. You just need to read them because how faith comes by what hearing. hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So no matter you, you should believe for favor on your job. You should be be for favor everywhere you go. That God will give you favor. Yes. He'll yes. give you favor. I've had God give me favor in just small things, things that don't amount to anything. There used to be a men's store in town, Evansville, to shop at. It's gone now. Went out, It went out of business. I mean, the company's still going, but they closed their store in Evansville. But I loved to go shopping there because it was so easy. You know, I could just walk in and say, I'll take that suit and I match a tie with it. And, and then they'd take care of me, you know, and, and, and it would look right. It'd look right, uh-huh. you know. And I mean, I'm now I'm getting around pretty decent. Every now and then, Phyllis throws a flag on me on something and, uh-huh. you know, I get penalized. That's not... <laughs> I, I would. She, she, you know, she doesn't say, "Don't wear it," she says, "I wouldn't put that together." <laughs> and so, you know, what are you supposed to do after that? You know, I thought, I thought, I wouldn't wear that without, and think, well, okay, <laughs> I guess that means it's not right. So they anyway, this store take care of all that, and they, they, you know, and they really did. So, you know, I like buying stuff there. I'm still sad that they left, and you know, they're not, they're not in business in Evans any longer. But one time I went in there. And I bought these, I think I bought three sports coats, maybe four. They were on sale. And I bought them for a really good price. They were, they were marked down at least half price, I'd say. And so, you know, I, I mean, I, it's been two weeks. I've already worn some of them. I've worn church, you know. And I get a call from the manager of the store. And the manager of the store called me and said, you know, those sport coats you bought two weeks ago? I said, yes. She said to me, she said, we marked them down again. Is that right? She said, if you'll come in, I'll give you the money, you know, the difference between what you paid for and what we're selling right now. now who does that? Yeah. 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 yeah, who does that? I always yeah. thought favor. I've had Starbucks give me coffee. You know, I just, and I thank God for it. so thank you for favor. Now, one time I was kind of dumb and they were doing something, and it, I thought it was favor and it was just me being stupid. Can you believe that? I know, it's hard to believe. But anyway, you know, I didn't realize what was going on in the country. You know, there, there was something going on. It's been a few years ago. There was something going on where it was called pay it forward or something like that. Yeah. Y'all remember that? Yeah. You go through a drive-thru and the person in front of you pay for years. Yeah, you keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. You know, I, I, get to, I get to the window and the lady says, somebody's already, the car in front of you paid for years. And I'm just like, thank God for favor. Praise yeah. God for favor. And drive off. Right. Then, well, I was. I supposed to pay for the behind. Nobody thought, oh, "What an idiot!" He broke the chain. <laughs> I didn't know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you know, and, and for a while I said, "Thank God for favor. I thank God. I thank I thank God for that more than once. And then one day uh, I, somebody somebody said something something about it. I thought, "Oh, <laughs> that really was stupid." I was supposed to help. Yo, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> You've never done anything dumb, I know that, but that's how it works, all right? Now, look at this in Psalm chapter 5, or the fifth Psalm, that is. Look with me at verse 12. I love this scripture. It says, for you will bless the righteous, Lord, with favor will you compass him as with a shield. So, God's favor, listen, hey, this is a Bible verse, right? I said, this is a Bible verse, right? This is in the Bible, right? I know mean, it's true. God wants to bless, god Because you righteous. He wants to bless you with favor as with a shield. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, you know, like you get a job sometimes, sometimes there's benefits go with it. Yeah. You know, maybe you get a car or something, or you get, you know, I, I was talking to somebody, I don't remember who it was now, and they get like, I don't know what it was, six weeks off or something. And all, and thank God. I've got people in my church. I think they, they get off, they take vacations every third week or something. I asked one of them, well, how do you do this? How does this work? And, and uh, you know, how do you. I, you know, when I was working the job, I, I don't remember them letting this off every third, third week, you know, and you just take off. I'm, How's this work? And one of them said, well, you talk about prosperity, Pastor. I said, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> and, but, you know, you get, you get things. When you get born again, you get things that you're blessed with. Right. It's part of the package. Amen. The psalmist said, forget not all. Yes. Yes. Right? All his benefits. So there's benefits. Yes. pull. Amen. And he goes on to body, forgives all your iniquities, heals all your diseases, redeems your life from destruction, crowns you with loving and kindness and tender mercies, fills your mouth with good things. I like this scriptures mean more to me nowadays, so that your youth is renewed like that of the eagles. Yes. So so there's benefits. We well, get a job, I mean, there's benefits. There's certain benefits. When you get born again, God gives you benefits. You get benefits. You know what I'm saying? When You get, you know, when you get married, you know, uh, like when Phyllis married me, man, she got everything I had. My 1986, no, I wasn't even 86. She's older than that. Chevy Cavalier? Who's all hers? <laughs> I don't think she's too thrilled about it. But anyway, praise God. Well, I got her Toyota SR5 with no air conditioning. You know, stick shift thing? Yeah, yeah. Didn't take long until I convinced her, you've got to have another car. You know. Uh, she was fine. She, she'd probably still be driving today if it wasn't for me. she like oh, as long as it runs. But, anyway, how many understand you, when you get married, guess what? You get, you get benefits. See, that's the, way, that's the way it worked with us, everything that we have. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's hers. Everything I have is hers. Everything that she has is mine. You know what I'm saying? She eats my chips all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask her, so what kind of chips you want me to get me this week? because I didn't get any of those last ones. So, so. Anyway, come on, move it right along. How many fall what I'm saying? So, so favor, if, if it's to be a shield, that means it goes out in front of you. That means that people hit the favor of God on you before they hit you. Yes. It's Amen. all around you. So you should bump into my favor shield. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. God's got people out there that he's got anointed to help you and bless you. Amen. 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 Uh, Listen, I love this. I do not look at the scripture, but I love this in Proverbs 10, 22. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. He and he adds no sorrow with it. Yeah. That's the way the King James says it. He adds no sorrow with it. Well, what that literally means, where he adds no sorrow with it, it means no effort can substitute for it. No amount of toil can take its place. Right. How, I don't know who said this. I've heard people say this. I don't know where it originated that. But I love this saying. I've heard different ministers. Over the years, so where it began, I don't know. But I love this saying: "One day of favor is worth a thousand days of labor." Uh-huh. One day of favor. I mean, if you get the, if you, you know, sometimes people just work, their, they work themselves to death, basically, just trying to make a living. And if you just learn to just get the favor of God on your life, and the favor will do more than you can do. Amen. Does that make sense to anybody? Yes. All right, let's look at two more things. You get anything today? Oh yeah. yeah. Exodus chapter three, go there. I'm just trying to stir you up. Of course, we could teach on this. You know, this is a, really a series you could teach on, but you know, I just want to stir you up. Have faith for favor. And say, "Well, I'll never get that house. I'll never, you know, I'll never get this or get that." No, have some, have some faith for some favor. Yes. Amen. Amen. I was talking to our granddaughter. Just they came and spent some time with us, her and her husband. Uh, just to, I think it was last week, and her and I were talking in the kitchen. And I was just talking about because they just they just bought a, a house just not too too long ago. Know, it might have been a year ago or something like that. But it was in the days, you know, this has kind of changed now, but it was in the days when, you know, multiple offers were on houses. You know what I'm saying? If you were selling a house, you got multiple offers. You might get five, ten, fifteen offers on the house. And uh, she, uh, she, she told me, she said, the house that we found, she believed it was God. She believed it was their house. And had, I think she told me either twelve or fifteen offers on the house. And some of them were cash offers, which they didn't have cash to pay for. They were going to have to get a loan. But she said, the, the Holy Spirit led me to write a letter to the owners of the house and just tell them. Am I telling this right? She, they, she, okay, you know what? Anyway, she told me the Holy Spirit, I just thought maybe you might know something I don't know, which is usually the case. Um, she said, the Holy Spirit led me to write uh, letters to the owners of the house You know that were selling it. And just tell them this is, you know, because she's got two kids, young kids, and this is going to be our family home, and we're just getting started and that kind of thing, and, you know, we just, you know what I'm saying, just just write and tell them why we want the house. You know, what that person. Now, listen, this is just favor of God. That person had, they had 12 or 15 offers on the house. They had cash offers on it. And this person said, well, we want, you know, we want you to have it. And they got it now you know you can say what you want to say but that's just favor that's favor she went after the favor of God and got the favor of God because it belongs to her hallelujah look at this in Exodus chapter 21 and I'm about ready to wind down here it says and I will give this people Exodus I'm sorry did I tell you 21 what did I say it's Let's go to 3. Yeah, 3.21. 321. All right, back there. Sorry, I'm giving you the verse there. Exodus chapter 3. <laughs> back up. Right. I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, listen now, you shall not go empty. Amen. Now I want, you, I, want you to, I want you to notice the words now. You can underline them if you do that. I uh, I want you to underline and notice the word favor, and you shall not go empty. When you have favor, you're not going to be empty. That's right. You're not going to be empty. And notice what he said. He said, I, in verse 32, every woman shall borrow of her neighbor, and I've heard that Sir Jonathan in her house, jewels of silver, jewels of gold, raiment, you shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and you shall spoil the Egyptians. Let me just say this to you because we don't have time but to, to get into this. But Egypt, Egypt was the richest country in all the world at the time. All the wealth of all the nations had brought. Remember when the famine came and Joseph was over that? And they brought all, the nations brought all their wealth to buy fruit grain off Egyptians. They, had, they were the richest nation. And God, t- God's people stripped them of their wealth. They went out of there, hallelujah, because God gave them favor. Right? Amen. And they left Egypt. Yeah. The Bible says they spoiled right. Egypt. They stripped them. Praise God. They, gave, they said, just take this stuff and get out of here. That's favor. Yeah. Hallelujah. I said, that's favor. Praise God. Now, let's look at one last scripture. Back to the New Testament. Well, I know we looked at the last scripture today, but I know the words good. Amen. Romans 14. I'm just kind of sowing seed form here to you. You know, just putting it to you in, in a seed where... You can think about this. If you don't get anything else out of this, just go out of this service expecting to have favor. And, you know, in all that you do, your business transactions, your job, expect to have favor. But here, here's something that you need to know about favor, and that's in Romans chapter 14 and verse 17. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Now listen, this is real important. For he that in these things, in righteousness, peace, and joy, serves Christ, he is acceptable to God and approved of men. Or you could say he has favor with God and favor with man. Because the Bible talks about having favor with God, having favor with man. Samuel had favor with God and man. Jesus had favor with God and man. Proverbs talks about, three about having favor with God and men. How many know I mean, you need favor with God and man? Just like Joseph had favor with God and man, didn't he? But now I want you to notice this. He says, there's some things that go with this. You've got to serve God in righteousness. Or you know, what is it? You know, listen, I, I think what he's talking about here is how many you, you got to live out your righteousness, right? right, right. You got to have integrity, yes. right? Yes. Integrity to walk with God and with people, mm-hmm. right? right? See, you know, s- someone I was nice about it and I didn't, I just didn't respond. But someone said to me one time, I don't know why I'm going through all these trials. Now, I know the answer, maybe I should have told them. But I just didn't want to hurt their feelings. And how I many sometimes that's not good? Yeah. But I know the reason why they go through all their trouble is because of the way they live their life. Yeah. They don't live it according to the word. Mm-hmm. They live sometimes with lack of integrity. They don't pay their bills. What could clackness in this church? <laughs> Sometimes people have problems, I understand that. That's a different thing altogether. You want to, but you can't. That's a different deal altogether, right? But I mean, just to, just to, like, well, it doesn't matter. How I many? it does matter. It does matter with God. So that's a lack of integrity, right? So he he, so he says, he that serves God with righteousness, or we can say integrity, or walk about his righteousness, you can say holiness, and peace, how many of you need to learn to walk at peace with other people? Right? You know what I'm saying? I was talking about this on the got off on the other night. Don't fight over your inheritance. You know, sometimes parents leave an inheritance and kids fight over it. Just let them have it rather than give them strife. Amen. Amen. It's not worth it. Amen. Right? My spiritual life is more important than not my natural life. I'd rather really have the peace of God than money. Yes, and so, he that, walk, he that walks in, in righteousness, peace, and joy. How many know sometimes Christians are sour? And you only. How many of you don't want to be around sour people? You love them, but you don't. Who, who wants to hang around with that? God doesn't even want to hang around with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I never heard that before. Uh, you ever read the Bible? It's a good book. The psalmist said, God, God said, "If you're going to enter my courts, come on. Let me know the scripture. Someone enter his courts with thanksgiving, enter his courts with in gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise." Amen. Yeah. So be joyful and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I God doesn't like gripey people either. He loves them, but He doesn't want to understand them. So, help me understand. You know, I'm just using this scripture right here to bring a point to you. You have to live your life with integrity. You have to live your life like God said. Or you, it, it affects the favor on your life. How many if I treat people ugly, I can't expect. I don't can't really can't expect much favor with with. From people, That's right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run the favor off mm-hmm. now. Listen, we're not earning. Listen, let me just say, come on, you got to get this. There's like scripture to talk about uh, in Proverbs 12 too, it talks about a good man shall obtain favor. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies at peace with him. He diligently seeks this is Proverbs, he diligently seeks good, procures favor. So, there, there's a way we have to live our life. See, I've learned this that if you just if you if you walk in the fruit of the spirit, everybody say the fruit of the spirit. If you walk in the fruit of the spirit, God's able to get get more favor to you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know? Amen. And I, and I, you're just nice to people. Right? Even when people are messing up. How I many like they screw up? You know I was at a restaurant some time ago. It's been a while back, and I ordered uh What was that? An oily quail? How many quail flies? Right, right. And this lady brings me and sets my plate down, and it's the funniest looking quail I've ever seen. I'm thinking, is that quail? You know. And and so I say something. There, says, is that quail? She goes, No, that's fish. (laughs) Fish swim. Quail flies. (laughs) You know, I could have made a big deal out of that. You know what I'm saying? And and just you know. And she, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I said, forget it. Don't worry about it. I'll eat fish. Maybe it's better than quail. Who knows? I don't know. But I've seen Christians, man. Well, let's just move right along. Praise God. You know what I'm saying? They treat the world like dirt. They treat the people in the stores like dirt. They treat people in the restaurant like dirt. And you've got to remember, man, you've got to be nice and sweet because that's, that's, that's the nature of Christ, and if you don't, you, you run off your favor. Listen, we're not, we're, not, we're not earning the favor of God, but how you live affects the favor of God. Right, right. We, we got the favor of God when we got born again, right. but how we live affects it. If I, if I give you a brand new car, man, you didn't earn it. It was a gift, but how you treat it's going to affect how it's going to operate. Right. That's right. Same thing's true with the favor. God gave us favor, but we have to learn to live our lives with integrity and honor and sweetness Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sweetness, even when you don't want to be sweet. And you know, Joseph wasn't in the most favorable circumstances at times. That's right. His brothers threw him in the pit, sold him into Egypt. He's bought as a slave. Yeah. Listen now. And then, you know, he's accused falsely of having... Going after Potiphar's wife, he's thrown in the dungeon. Everything's not going well. In favorable circumstances, but the, but he still, God gave him favor everywhere he went. When he was, when he was in Potiphar's house, he had favor. He was in the prison, he had favor. All because he was a good man. He kept a right spirit about him. And when he finally was brought out, he had favor. Became the leader. The, one of the one of the leaders. Charge of the nation, and when his brother showed up, guess what? He forgave him. God gave him favor. Does that make sense to you? You got to watch what you do that you don't mess your favor up. I was, uh, I've told this story before, but I was, uh, built a new house several years ago. I don't know how many houses ago that was, but anyway, it's been a few ago. And, uh, you know, I was having sod put down, and uh, you know, I was just having it put down in the front yard. I had a sprinkler system put in, I was having sod put down, you know, in the yard, and uh, just through the front yard kind of save cost, you know, because you, you build a new house, you buy a lot of new things. And so uh, God gave me favor. The guy that was putting the sod down, you know, it, it, it rained. I think it was like April. It rained all day in April. And he said, well, since it's taking so long, he said, I'm just going to sod the back for free. Well, praise the Lord. I'll take that too. Hallelujah. But anyway, I wanted to, you know, they you know, you know they put lines in your yard. You know the cable lines, and yeah. I don't know, it might have even been phone lines in those days. Yeah, all that stuff. You know they put all that stuff in your yard. You know, well they had come and brought, they would laid some lines on the on the on the uh, ground. You know, but they haven't buried them. You know, and so they're going to come and lay that sod, and I'm thinking, wait a move him I don't want them to lay that sod and then dig my yard up again. Right. You know, I want to get that done. So I call this guy, and he is just not very nice. You know that does that, that they take care of that. And I told him, I said, you know, I told him my situation, you know, about how, you know, I got sod coming and I wanted to get those lines. And, you know, he's like, he didn't care the least bit. He said, no, no, can't do it. Can't do it. Be two months while I can even get out there. Uh, and, you know, I could have got irate, ugly, like some people, believers do. But I just stayed sweet and said, well, all right, you know. And, and uh, just started talking to him. Just was nice to him. You know, before the conversation got done, because I was nice, before the conversation got done, before he hung out, he said, I'll have somebody out there next week and bury that yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. I don't know who all got skipped over, but the Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole Amen. earth to show himself strong, and behalf of those whose heart is faithful and loyal him. So, you know, he, you know what I'm saying? God's just looking for people to bless. And if you're walking right, He'll just bless you. Praise God. If you're walking in faith and. Amen. And sweetness. I preached a message a long time ago. I need to preach it again. Well, I preached it once. It must not have been that great. But anyway. It was called How to Be Sweet in the Unsweet World. Amen. God wants us to be. Amen. Amen. Just be nice. Just. Act like Christ. Be like Christ. You Amen. And you'll have more favor in your life. I mean, it's, all, it's already yours, but you've got to walk with faith. You've got to believe for it. You've got to walk with integrity. Amen. Let's bow heads. Father, thank you for the word of God today. Lord, you know, you desire every one of your children to be blessed abundantly, overflowing, and uh, there is nothing... That 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 you can't do in our lives. There's no mountain you can't move. Uh, there's no there's no provision you can't bring and won't bring to those that walk uprightly. That's what the psalmist said. That you 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 will you will to those that walk uprightly. There's no good thing you'll withhold, and we we can just walk in your favor. We bless you, Lord. Help us get our faith out. Uh, for the favor of God in our lives. that We, we, don't, we don't do it arrogantly, God forbid, but that we just know there's something on us that's not on everybody else. It could be on them, but it's not because they're, they're not in covenant with you. And there's something on us because of the new covenant, because of the Abraham's blessing that we've inherited. There's something on us that causes uh, favor to go out in front of us as a shield. We give you thanks and praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Let's just bless the Lord. Hallelujah! 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 Why don't you stand up, Father? We thank you. Is—is is there somebody here?